Good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour, and I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. Happy Monday. Well, you can ever really is. Is Monday ever happy? At least, I don't know. Maybe it is every once in a while. Uh, I'm going to say this. This is going to be a show where you're really going to want to pay attention. So I'm going to give you all the opportunity. Call your call your friends. Call your significant other. Call anybody you need to call and say, hey, you're going to want to listen to the Patriot Trading Group today. The war in, on cash has intensified. I'm going to bring you up to speed. We now have crude oil contracts. It's official. Trading in the Chinese currency. And by the way, it got off to a real good start. Uh, people were thinking nobody was going to be interested. They thought wrong. Uh, $10 billion of contracts traded in the first hour uh, that that was open. Then you had, right, we got March Madness and the basketball and the great story of Sister Jean, who apparently gave up losing for Lent and got Loyola Chicago in the Final Four with, uh, you know, the Hoot Kansas, Villanova, Michigan, and all that stuff. And then, of course, got to talk about the rallies. And I'm just going to say this. Freedom's not free. And I wish people would understand, how did we become a great nation? You know, when you, when you really look at it, right, we had all the kings and the queens and the czars and, and what I would say, big government control, right, whether it was England or France or, or Russia, it was the freedom. The freedom that allowed for all the protests to happen uh, against one of the other freedoms, the right to bear arms. And I will just warn you that getting rid or watering down the Second Amendment does not make us more free. And I keep trying to tell you that they're trying to make sure you're never going to be financially free either. Look at how big government has gotten. Has it made us freer? Has it made us a better nation? No. It absolutely hasn't. And it doesn't stop. And somehow they, they've slowly eroded away everything that it is that really made us the greatest country on earth. And now we're really, what are we doing? We're really heading towards what everybody else is, right? Huge government telling everybody what to do, tracking our every move, trying to water down our liberties, using dirty, sneaky, underhanded tricks that most people in America don't even know. You don't even know. What your real financial rights are. And you know what? They keep getting less and less. 
right? And they create these narratives uh, that are exaggerated, that are blown up into ridiculous proportion. And then they claim they've got to do something about it. And, and it's just another form. And think about it. You know what I don't know? Who paid for it all? I want to know who paid for all these protests out there. You know where I think it's going to end up, right? Most of you already know, right? It's usually going to end up right back where it always was. More of this New World Order stuff and more of the, the uh, don't worry, we're, gonna, we're the thought police and we're going to tell you how to think and when to think. It's an extremely, maybe the most dangerous time in American history. Because when you think about it, normally the final blow comes financially, doesn't it? And you sit here and you start thinking about uh, the omnibus bill, $1.3 trillion, the worst spending bill we've ever seen probably in the history of the country. Record levels of debt. Our liberties and our freedoms and our... The, the, the Constitution constantly under attack. The media that essentially, well, let's face it, controlled by certain groups. And it brings me no shock. I will tell you what did bring me a shock was when I went, well, I didn't go, when Arlene went to the bank on Friday. It's happening I've been talking about it, you know, and I talk about how they've got our, our bank accounts surrounded. They've got our 401K surrounded, our money market surrounded, our IRAs surrounded. And how they've methodically camp- read this campaign, the war on cash, and now it just quietly happens. Nobody talks about it. It wasn't in the news. It's not on Drudge. It's not on on uh, CNBC or anywhere else. All in the on all under the guides of security, right? You think about the same thing with the everybody wants to feel safe. Everybody wants their trophy. Everybody, well, everybody better pay attention. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Forget about trade wars. Because <laughs> let's face it, we've been losing that war for 20-plus years, and we're losing another one. The war on cash, picking up a, another casualty uh, last week. U.S. Bank which I moved our bank account to because they didn't follow the other big banks in this decision, and it happened last week. And here's what they, the, Ar, Arlene went to the bank to make the deposit like she has done, you know, since she started working here. And in that deposit, there was cash. And the bank teller, who knows her by name, right? You know, when you're in there that often, right, the people know you, said, we need your driver's license. 
And she was like, okay. And she got it for them. And hey, how come? Well, we need more than that as well. And then they handed her a couple of pamphlets. Important changes for cash transactions. U.S. Bank, and you can just write your bank in there, especially the big banks, right? We know J.P. Morgan, City, B of A, right? They're all there. Is committed to doing our part to deter criminal activities related to money laundering. Apparently, that now means anybody who's putting cash in the bank must be laundering money. You know, forget about innocent until proven guilty. No, we're not going that route. In order to enhance our level of security on cash transactions, I mean, it's a huge problem out there. All these people just keep coming in with cash. Remember, that's what you did at a bank? <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, what you, hey, I'm going to go out and I'm going to put some cash into my savings account. Yeah, well, you may want to think about it. To enhance our level of security and be in compliance with regulatory guidelines. Again, there's no vote in Congress. You know, and most people think that if they didn't see it, it didn't. I must not be telling the truth, right? Remember, I tell you how your money, when you deposit it in the bank, is not yours, right? Most people find out, hey, guess what? Double was right. Matter of fact, that was the law before we were a country. When I talked about what was happening to your bank account in Dodd-Frank, what the real law said. And by the way, this part of the law, they're not repealing. The next time a bank goes under, we'll take it from the depositors. The next time the market goes bad, we can freeze your money markets. We can freeze your IRAs and your 401k so you can't go to the sidelines. That's all part of it. To be in compliance with regulatory guidelines. We are now collecting additional depositor information during the transaction process. Some of the examples, and I say some because they left one out. Some of some examples of cash transactions, okay. deposit cash deposits and payment. So now now when you go to try to pay your bill, even in cash, you're going to have a problem. Coin and currency change orders. Now, I don't do that. But you're telling me we're down to, to, to places, hey, I need to order fives and ones and rolls of quarters and dimes that this one right here. Check cashing, which, by the way, don't ever get into that. Holy smoke. Updated requirements for conducting cash transactions. By the way, I'm going to take pictures of these, these pamphlets. I'll, I'll have them up on our website with Ramon here in the next day or two. 
U.S. Bank will now ask for additional information from individuals presenting cash transactions. Existing U.S. Bank customers will need to present photo identification to the teller at the time of the transaction. Now get this. You can go in there with checks and just hand it over and you're you're out the door. But if you have cash, you know what? That's not, you know what? We're going to need a little more, we're, you know. I mean, almost like the, what are they, the Gestapo now. If existing account information is inaccurate or incomplete, additional information will be requested. Now, we are in the process of getting exactly what that is, but I'll read what the pamphlet says. Examples of photo IDs, driver's license, a state ID, or a passport. Non-U.S. bank customers and and individuals conducting cash transactions on behalf of their employer must provide personal information as well. See, and this is where it really, bad enough now, you got to show your photo ID. But if you're making a deposit for your boss as part of your job, you now need to show your photo ID. You must give the bank your full name, physical address, date of birth, taxpayer identification number, your occupation, oh, and I forgot, your social security number. Once we capture non-customer personal information, once we got it, We'll only require photo IDs for future transactions. I wonder if they're going to get like the airport now. When you go into the bank and you got a cash transaction, you go into a separate line, they'll run the your cash through a scanner, probably have a dog sniff it before they you know you present all of your all of your papers. And really, what what is it about? Now, I actually have, believe it or not, one of the bank managers going to be in my office at noon today. I want to talk about this because I want to know exactly what all of these requirements are going to be. And I already know. Listen, most of these big banks are already doing this. U.S. Bank uh, was behind the rest of this. You know, you can't go in. I was talking to Wendy. She's like, she's got a, a her her niece, her grandniece, Lily. And Wendy goes, yeah, if I wanted to go and put $50 into her account, I can't do it. <laughs> what do you mean you can't do it? No, the bank, where they make it, they won't let her because she's not on Lily's account. And somehow they may be a drug dealer. Here's what was so funny. So, Friday, as Arlene was there, and she's like, do you know me? I'm in here all the time. 
she said, why, why would I, why are you, what's the reason? And the, the bank teller, because, you know, let's face it, tellers make like $15 an hour, said to her, well, we don't know if you got fired today. And Arlene was like, if I got fired today, why would I be putting a deposit in the bank? And, and the other part, here's what's scary for me, is one of the things that the bank said is if you're on the account, if you're a signer on the account, which gives you full access, then you only need to show your ID. And, of course, that just sets up business owners for what? Theft, right, and getting money stolen and having, you know, you can wake up in the morning and your bank account's empty because they're a signer on the account. They can close the account. They can do whatever they want. But how comfortable do you think people would be in presenting that information to strangers? And, and yes, Arlene knows their, their name. They know Arlene's name, but that's it. They're not friends. She doesn't know what they do when they go home. And you got to give, here, here's my ID. Here's where I live. Here's my Social Security number. Here's my date of birth, right? What do you think is going to happen? Hey, they're going to steal my identity. I don't want to do it. And you know what I say? I don't blame you. And they're just setting up the rules to do what? what do you, I mean, really, it's very simple. We don't want, if we came out and said we're banning all cash deposits, people would freak out. If we simply just do the, hey, we're trying to deter criminal activity related to money because obviously this is a huge problem. Nobody knew. I, I'm surprised. I didn't see the million people marching around the streets because of all the money laundering. I missed that. I didn't see all the protests. They simply want to make it such a pain in the you-know-what that companies and small businesses like me say, hey, no more cash. See, in that way, they can say, oh, you know, that was your choice. And this is happening everywhere now. Now you've got the, what, the 10 largest banks pretty much all have the same policy now. Right? That's what, 80, 90% of the deposits? Right? Show us your papers before you put that cash in the bank. And, and obviously, just like everything else, we know what the next step's going to be. Right? First, we'll we'll raise the age. Then we'll raise, you know, no bump stock. Now, no, you know what? No semi-automatic machine gun. Nothing, you know, it just keeps going and going and going. Right, first it started with no cash deposits over ten thousand dollars. Right, and if you did, you had to fill out a bunch of papers. Now, most banks, if you're not on the account, you can't even put the cash in. I'll say this: U.S. Bank. They'll let you put up to $500 in before you have to present all your papers to them. 
and you don't think this is happening, are you not paying attention? They hope you don't, right? They hope all of you turned into 60 Minutes to see what the porn star had to say. What they don't want you to know is this is what happens when big government gets involved. Right? They're not regulating to 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 be less involved. They're regulating to be completely involved. Right? Too big to fail was a fake and a sham. And really what it was was they were getting ready. Just allowed them. Listen, they don't let a good crisis go to waste. And, and it just allowed them to what? Tighten the noose. Right? I've already told you, I already know what's coming, right? We're going to get some kind of a a digital currency, and and cash is going to be just like this. They won't ban it yet. Because us old folk will get mad. They'll just make it almost impossible to use. Patriot Radio News Hour, halftime on a Monday. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. Now continuing that legacy, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Immigration has been at the forefront of our national discussion since Democrats selfishly shut down the federal government to protect the interests of illegal aliens over the interests of American citizens. However, most of these issues, like E-Verify, Chain Migration, Anchor Babies, and Dreamers, have been around for quite a while. In July 2011, Phyllis Schlafly wrote a definitive treatise on pro-America immigration policy. That Phyllis Schlafly report is just as applicable today as it was in July 2011. Making tough issues easier to understand for the average American is one of the defining characteristics of the Phyllis Schlafly report. For example, Phyllis summed up E-Verify as, quote, a computer process that makes it fast and easy for employers to check the validity of employees' Social Security numbers to ascertain if they are legal. The left constantly insists this program is ineffective and an invasion of privacy, but it's easy to see that opposition to E-Verify is nothing more than politicized rhetoric. The same thing could be said about the DREAM Act, which has been introduced in Congress repeatedly since 2001. Yet in all the years since, Congress has strongly rejected this anti-American legislation. President Obama announced in 2012 that he would circumvent the legislative process and force the DREAM Act on America through an executive order. This unwarranted aid to illegal aliens, which Phyllis called, quote, a nightmare for Americans, end quote, has been rejected by Donald Trump. Not only is it an offense to the American legal system, but the Congressional Budget Office estimates that it would cost American taxpayers $27 billion in the next 10 years. It's time for America to start caring about Americans again. We're under no obligation to give out free stuff to people who come here illegally. We're under no obligation to let illegal immigrants take the jobs of American citizens. While America witnesses these dramatic political battles, let's not forget that these decisions affect us all. We must get involved to let our legislators know we demand them to look after the interests of Americans first. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Illegal immigration burdens our schools and social services and opens doors to criminals and terrorists. Outdated visa programs divert jobs from Americans. PhyllisSchlafly.com chronicles these outrageous unfair practices and provides answers. Go online to PhyllisSchlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. You know, and now they don't forget. Remember, J.P. Morgan kicked out all the pawn shops, all the check cashing places last week. Citigroup what went after all the gun stores and and said, if you don't follow our policy, you don't have to bank here anymore. Uh, today, I or, well Friday. They they told me, listen, we've been in business 22, this is our 23rd year. Hey, show us your papers before you put any money in the bank. And, and it's just the beginning. And what they asked for are things that, let's face it, everybody knows these are things you don't give out to people. Hey, what you just provided, your name, your address, your date of birth, and your social security number, that is hacker heaven. Right? In the bank, they get hacked all the time. Because they don't want us to take it, understand it. How soon until they say, you know what, if you're in this bit, don't be here. Right, because, well, you know, apparently we've got thousands and thousands and thousands of Pablo Escobars all over the place. <laughs> They're just money laundering everywhere. No, you can't put $50 into your niece's or your grandkids' bank account. Where'd you get that money? Is she a drug dealer? Is that how you're paying for your pills? I'm not kidding. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Today I've got listen. I got a just how it is now. Sign of the times. U.S. Silver Eagles. By the way, silver is up almost another twenty five cents again today. Uh, right now, sixteen seventy one. Sixteen seventy one. U.S. Silver Eagles three ninety a roll. If you want twenty eighteen. They're at $400 a roll. On the gold side, today I've got another opportunity. There's a, a, on $105 lib. So this is, what, the second or third time in the last three weeks that we've been, been able to get a huge quantity of $5 liberties. They're 360 today, which means four $5 liberties. It's only an extra $30 above what a $20 gold piece is today. It's $20 more than a saint and $30 more than a lib. That's incredible to be that close, especially on the $5 liberty. So U.S. $5 liberties at 360 Rolls of Silver Eagles back dates are at 390 
2018s are at 400. Uh, right now, we've been told there is one case of back date uh, available at that 390 price. Uh, and he's working on a second. Uh, but right now, we've got at least one case at the 390, and then after that, everything's going to be 2018. That 800 951 Gold's up another 5 bucks, 13.55 as the dollar uh, continuing to fall. And I'm not surprised. Obviously, China launching trade, and it went probably better than expected. The dollar is down 43 basis points, 89.05. Uh, so just think the low of the year was, what, 88 and change, getting real close to getting to another low uh, in the dollar for 2018, even though there was a rate hike last week. After all the preparation and all the expectation, cheerleading and doomsday saying, China's yuan-denominated crude oil futures contracts began trading and appears to be off with a good start. Over 10 billion won traded within the first hour. So far, it has tracked the WTI futures well. It said that well over 23,000 contracts were traded in the first hour. And they said that uh, that was over 10 billion won, about 1.5 billion uh, I guess in the in, in the dollar conversions, they said the petrol yuan is now real, and China is setting out to challenge the dollar. Alan Levinson, managing partner and chief investment officer of uh, Graticule Asset Managers, also warned that China is about to. Well, they're gonna they're about ready. To launch a whole lot more. Remember, they've got this one belt, one road policy. This is where China wants to be by 2025. And I told you this the other day from the the Atlantic shores of Asia or of Europe to the Pacific shores of Asia, they are going to dominate. Matter of fact, I didn't even know this. Do you know they, that they have a they built a naval base in Djibouti, which is off the Horn of Africa. But, yeah, they've got a naval base there. They're getting ready, right, just like the United States used to do, spreading their wings out. The last, by the way, the last item that the Chinese launched was, uh, I believe it was nickel was the last thing they had done. You can, And that was in 2015. So they've been slowly. We know that they've got gold trading, silver trading. Apparently they also have nickel trading. Now they've got uh, crude oil. And was off to a, a, well, I guess, you know what, a really, really good start. Uh, over 23,000 contracts traded. And that was just in the first hour. It says that, uh, you know, the petrodollar right backed by treasuries. Again, this is how things begin here. 
And so now China giving everybody the option to buy something other than U.S. debt. And, you know, is it coincidence that we're getting the cash squeeze? What do banks want? And I don't even know if it's what the banks want. What does the government want? They need all of our money in that system. They don't want you to have another way of not having the money in the system because they know what's coming. Right? And that's why I say it all the time. The more gold and silver you own, the better off you're. None of us are going to like it. But it's going to be a whole lot better for you. How about this was a great article. Um, Bloomberg doing a huge story on there's no inflation, but yet people can't afford their health insurance. We're going to talk about that next. Welcome back. 800-951-0592. Rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles and well supplies last. Three ninety. Another great article on our website today about silver, uh, where it's heading. Uh, we've been talking about it. We we've been, you know, I probably can't push it any harder than I have. It, it is where you're going to want to be. Gold and silver in 2018 percentage wise, though everybody agreeing. Silver is probably going to outperform uh, just to catch back up. You know, we talk about it all the time. Gold and silver are brothers. Gold's the older, more responsible brother. Silver's the younger, wilder brother. And and some man, he got distracted. Little brother got distracted. Right? Saw saw something shiny on the street, got distracted. Now he's just going to catch up to big brother. Rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles, while they last at 390 2018s are at $400 a roll. Uh, for those of you that never bought silver, don't know what it is, there's 21-ounce silver coins in a roll. So you're going to get 20 ounces of silver in the roll uh, in the government-issued uh, uh, mint tubes. Uh, it's the white tube with the green lid. Uh, Monster Box has 25 rolls in it, 385, and then the gold side, fractional material, U.S. $5 liberties, which, you know, when you can buy it, you do. Because normally normally you're paying about a $100 to $120 premium when you buy four fives compared to what a 20 is. Today, you're doing it for, what, $20 to $30 more. Uh, Just a great value, $360 on the $5 gold pieces today at 800-951-0592. You don't think there's inflation? Marion, North Carolina. The Buchanan's decided $1,800 a month was too much to pay for health insurance, and they're going without it for the very first time. The Buchanan, and this was, by the way, this was Bloomberg. Bloomberg is conducting uh, the story. No one had to tell the Buchanans about the risk. 
Wife Diana, 51, survived about with cancer 15 years ago. Keith, 48, has high blood pressure and takes testosterone shots. They live in Marion, North Carolina, and they make more than $127,000 a year from a small IT business that Keith runs, right? He's, a, he's an independent contractor, right? like so many people, right? I'm, I'm self-employed, and, and I don't have insurance. Diana's got a job as a uh, physical therapy assistant. Right, so that's another no benefits job. They make well above the top twenty percent of all homeowners by income. So this is actually, you know, by definition would be upper middle class. Their insurance premiums were $1,691 a month last year, which was triple their mortgage payment, and was set to rise to $1,813 a month this year. They had a $5,000 per person deductible. Okay, so, so they were like, listen, we don't want to pay too much here. The first five grand's on us, right? And they still were paying $1,800 a month, meaning that their health insurance coverage would cost them more than $30,000. They said that Blue Cross, which is the one that offers the plan, does not have a a hospital in the region, and this is why the insurance premiums are so much, because anywhere they go, it's out of area, but Blue Cross is the only one that offers any coverage there. But don't worry. There's no inflation. It's ridiculous. Think about what health insurance used to cost. And you didn't have a $5,000 or $10,000 deductible. Eric was just telling me the same story. I think it was like, like last Thursday, he was saying, he's, all his kids are gone. Okay, so it's just him and Lori. They're both in their, well, Lori's not even 50 yet. Right, Lori's in her late 40s. Eric's in his upper 50s. They've got a $10,000 deductible. It's right here in Arizona. I mean, you know, they don't live out, you know, in the middle of nowhere in some little town. They're paying, I want to say, just under $1,000 a month. And, and again, we're over-regulated. They're, they're surrounding our wealth. They're, they're, they're boxing us all in. Who can afford this stuff? And now the latest uh, U.S. bank, the latest bank now, anybody that wants to deposit cash in the bank needs to show their papers. And the, the sad part is you have to give them information that everybody tells you not to give to anybody. 
800-951-0592. What's left of our liberties is slowly, slowly, well, maybe not so slowly, disappearing. Final segment coming up. Final segment on this Monday. Make sure you go out to the website today. Uh, SRS Rocco, who's just he does fantastic stuff, talking about these uh, the setup on silver prices, the best he's seen in years. Uh, and, and make sure you pay attention to it. Make uh, give it a read if you if you have the time. Uh, and then most importantly. Keep putting it away. It's getting harder and harder to do now. You know, think about it. It is now a sen- It's almost a crime. Almost. That you want to buy something and you just don't want the government to know about it. Or you don't want to have someone, anybody to know about it. I don't want there to be a record. I just want to buy this. I'm a, I live in what used to be the freest country in the world. And I'd like to buy some gold and silver. And I don't want to have a record that I did it, and, and, and now because of that, uh, well, let's face it, they need all the money in. Because here's, here's the plan. We're going to do it to everybody. We're going to give everybody a big, giant haircut. And we, want is, we don't want anybody to be able to avoid it. Right, and they got to have all the money in the banking system. And I just love these little pamphlets that they hand out, talking about being a deterrent to criminal activities, to money laundering. Yeah, because <laughs> such a huge problem. I mean, they get more money stolen from their bank accounts when they get hacked than they ever did from money laundering. Uh, but yet here it is. Rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles 390, 2018's 400, $5 Liberty Gold pieces at 360. And remember, Colorado, call and order here, but you can now pick up at the studios in Johnstown, save yourself the shipping cost and all of those other things at 800 951 Don't forget. We got the new second hour, Jason and Brian. They're getting better. You know what? They already made a huge improvement from Wednesday to Thursday. I uh, can't wait to see what they're going to bring today. Make sure you tune into that. That's uh, 3 o'clock Colorado time. Monday through Thursday, that second show is going to play up there. And then, of course, we've got the podcast here. If you caught the show late, go back and listen uh, through the podcast, a big development, and I, I, and I guess only big because it finally got to, you know, we left J.P. Morgan when they threw out all the check cashing and threw out all the pawn, pawn shops. We went to Bank of America. We left Bank of America because of their policy on cash. Now U.S. Bank says, hey, guess what? The same policies here, and, and any bank of size now, they're all doing the exact same thing, and it just it's a continuation, right? They're going to just pile it on, pile it on, pile it on. They'll write a few more regulations that we never hear about and then come out with a little pamphlet. How much longer 
were allowed to accept cash. I don't know. It's not like we knew this was coming. I mean, we found out when we went to make the deposit on Friday. Patriot Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. We'll talk again tomorrow. Take care.